0: Hey, 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 I'm Gilda. And I'm Steph. And you are listening to Saturday Night High, the podcast where we get stoned and talk about Saturday Night Live. How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I just finished watching um, the episode from last night, which was season 46, episode 4. Last night was October 24th, 2020. And it was hosted by Adele, and the musical guest was her. So... A lot, a lot of thoughts going on in my head right now. And I'm also high. So just a lot, a lot going on.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a great show. And I had a feeling going into last night that it was going to be good. Adele's a first time host. She was very clearly excited and how she talked about it in the days leading up to hosting. And she just has a wicked sense of humor. So those things combined, I just had a feeling that. It was going to be better than last week's, which last week's wasn't bad, but it just, it was a generic SNL. And this I felt was going to be something special.
1: I agree. The writing this week just felt better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They felt, it felt fresher. Everyone looked good. I don't know if they switched up the schedule or if everyone got more sleep or what the deal was, but it felt good. I want to take a quick second before we get into the episode to say that listener discretion is advised as we discuss adult themes and drug use and uh adele yeah this was an episode that was fairly inappropriate so just be mindful of who's around you whilst you're listening and i also want to do a quick spliff slip from the last episode I said that George Wallace was the governor of Mississippi. He was the governor of Alabama. I also said that he was running for the governor position. He was actually running for the Democratic nomination for president in 1975, 1976. So that's a cool fun fact that I totally missed. And I completely forgot that George Wallace was paralyzed from the waist down in an assassination attempt. And I'm pretty sure that Chevy Chase made a keep on rolling joke, which, ew, so, spliff slips. I have edited out a little bit of that stuff, but maybe
1: I'm just...
0: I, I left it because it was true to what we were recording, and... Oh. <laughs> I wanted to make commentary. I wanted to have commentary on it. Chevy Chase being gross (laughs) and then afterwards realized that it was grosser than I originally thought so I wanted to come back and let people know that I'm not a complete dolt that you know I'm just really stoned and forget my history facts so yeah tonight's show or last night's show
1: yeah so speaking of gross and history and All of that. We started with, you know, the debate cold open with Biden versus Trump.
0: Maya Rudolph portraying Kristen Welker, who did a fantastic job at the debate. And I thought Maya Rudolph did a pretty good job as Kristen Welker.
1: I was so happy to see her, even though she wasn't playing Kamala. Like, she was in this, and she was also in a few other things in this episode, too. So, love that.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a pretty, I don't want to say it was a generic political cold open, but... It, it just, it felt very, I, I don't know, it, not a generic political cold open, but we've been here before. It was commentary on things that were said during the debate. So we're just making jokes about Joe Biden Eastwooding and Kristen Welker playing Biden bingo and taking shots. Kate McKinnon's Rudy Giuliani made an appearance as Rudy Giuliani was back in the news again this week. I'm sure you've all heard about it. Yeah, the camera cuts to Kate McKinnon and it's just Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Well, it's the camera angle from behind and it looks like he's masturbating. And he turns around and he says he's tucking in his shirt, his microphone got stuck to his balls. And I thought that, (laughs) I actually laughed out loud at that.
1: Yeah, no, that was great. Kate McKinnon is so good at playing Rudy Giuliani, I think. Um, I just like that, I liked the, is this another Borat joke? you got to tell me if it's Borat. <laughs> yeah, it was, A lot of the jokes were kind of like to be expected almost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like, it
0: was totally, it was predictable. The one line that did really hit for me in the monologue was when Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump was saying that he was the least racist person in this room and they have support from everyone, the blacks, Asians, Latinxas, brunettes, MILFs, and LGBTQ anon. <laughs>
1: That was kind of funny. Um, my favorite line, probably, well, it was just a weird line. It was Alec Baldwin, Donald Trump saying to Myra Rudolph, thank you, Mindy. I love your project. I don't know why, but I was like, what the hell? That's just kind of funny.
0: <laughs> it was funny because every time Donald uh, Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump referred to Kristen Welker, he called her by a different
1: woman of color's name and it was really terrible um and then we went into adele's monologue, and she was just really cute she had this little like pantsuit on her waist looked so snatched i was like okay adele her makeup was great her hair too she said a joke about her hair and i was like yeah girl it's real and it's beautiful and i love it and she shouted out the frontline workers and it was it was just cute she was excited
0: yeah she was very excited i thought it was uh her bit about being terrified to swear because it was live and she was told not to swear when she played Glastonbury. And then they played a montage of a bleeped montage of Adele swearing left and right at Glastonbury. And I, the only thing I thought is, ah, she swears like me. And then when she said she doesn't really even notice that she's doing it anymore. It was like, yeah, that's, (laughs) I just kind of pepper sentences with profanities. I really have to watch it. And yeah, I thought that was It was cute. She was nervous. Yeah. She was happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then Keenan Thompson with a big old swear jar.
0: (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) That was adorable as well. You can tell that they all just had fun this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Better vibes.
0: It's like last week it seemed like a slog for them, and this week it was just like, okay, they were were gelling by the time 11.30 hit. Uh, The next sketch we had was psychic reading. And it... Is a group of friends they enter a psychic's room off i don't know
1: they went to go see a psychic
0: yeah they went to go see a psychic a fortune teller and as she is telling their fortunes they're like "Ooh, we think you know this year's been kind of meh we want to know what next year is going to be like and it's like oh okay it's 2020 they're not wearing masks and they're here but okay and then you realize oh they're in 2019. And none of it made sense to the four people in the sketch. The fortune teller, Kate McKinnon, was saying things like, or I guess Heidi Gardner kicked off the sketch and wanted to know if she and her new boyfriend were going to be living together. (laughs) And Kate McKinnon takes her hand and says, oh yes, I see you both in the same house, the place where you live. And everyone's all excited. Ooh, She's like, Your boyfriend is at the sink and he's washing a bag of Doritos. And you're standing there crying and screaming at him. And they're like, why why is he washing Doritos? You're screaming at him. No, you need to use more soap. I don't want to get it from a bag of Doritos. And everyone is thoroughly confused. And we're in on the joke because we've all washed bags of Doritos or whatever the fuck this year because COVID. And it's just situations that are absolutely nonsensical. Oh my God. I was screaming. It was, uh, Oh, I'm looking for Tiffany Tubin. Yes. In a year, your father is going to be on a zoom call with his penis out. And it was like, Oh God. It's like, he's going to be on a zoom with his penis. What?
1: Yeah. The Tiffany Tubin joke. I was, I, know, I guess I was a little bit surprised that they went for that. Um, but I loved it. And then also the knowing the name, the full name of the postmaster general is crazily enough. Something that that is the reality of 2020. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Adele, for her birthday, they said, oh, you got everything you wanted for your birthday. It wasn't a bad day. It was like, oh, what did I want? Stamps. You asked everybody to buy you stamps. Uh, yeah, it was, wh- why? The last line of the sketch, I figured you you appreciated.
1: Yeah, it, it, the last line was, yet another dunk on J.K. Rowling because it's what she deserves. Um... <laughs> Kate McKinnon was saying she should stick to books. Um, and then the next one, it started out and it was like, um, it looked like an ad for the Haunted Manor, which is just, you know, haunting of fly Manor, essentially. So I'm going to thinking, okay, it's going to be like a weird, like Netflix joke, whatever. Um, but then it was a Chad sketch. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Chad in a Haunted Manor. And every time you know, the ghost who was Adele said something about her husband killing her. He was just like, okay. <laughs> I did like when she showed him her portrait and she was like, what do you see? And he said, it's gold bitties. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, Chad is one of those characters that whenever it starts, I'm like, oh, this again? But then it I always end up giggling at least four times. So I'm never disappointed. It's just, yeah. <laughs>
1: I, but then he did get killed.
0: Yeah, he promised. Uh, yeah, so as he went to kiss Adele's character, he fell through her ghostiness, and it ended up knocking over a knight. And he pops back up, and he's like, "Oh, okay." And so Adele makes him, Pete Davidson, promise that when he leaves the mansion, he to tell the truth about how her husband murdered her. And he's like, "Oh, okay." And he turns around and he leaves, and he goes through the wall and Adele's like oh god damn it and she turns around and realizes that Chad has been killed by the falling armor and that the person that could have told about it, yeah it was funny
1: well he could have told because he was really not paying attention to when she was talking
0: <laughs> <laughs> no no he couldn't have
1: yeah was unfortunately Chad who she told it to so there you go <laughs>
0: I, the next sketch was a take on The Bachelor and it was all a number of women named
1: Hannah C. Or Hannah. Hannah. Um, it was actually kind of funny because literally just this week my roommate was talking about The Bachelor sketches on SNL and then we got one this week and it was um, a little bit different because Adele was a contestant.
0: As Adele and every time she felt slighted she broke into one of her own songs that fit the situation. And I, it was, I liked that it kind of fixed the, oh, she's not, is she not going to perform? She's not going to sing. So she did get some of her songs. People saw her perform and she's notoriously very nervous performing live. So I think that maybe was kind of a good thing to just sing bits in a fun atmosphere. Yeah, she belted it too. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, her voice. Oh my God, I love it. I forgot how much I loved her voice because her music is sad. So I generally, if I'm not in a good place, I don't listen to it because I don't want to spend my days crying. So it's like just hearing it in that setting. And this is actually the second time Saturday Night Live has included someone like you in a sketch back in, well, oh God, whatever. I was, I was 21, right? Yeah, that was 21. Yeah, it's like, shit, which, which numerical album was that from? They're all sad breakup songs. They did a sketch where everyone, I think it was Emma Stone was hosting, and everyone, every time the song started playing, everyone in the office burst into tears. And it was a really, I like that one. Um, but yeah, so she the sketch ended with a Someone Like You studio walk. And Adele had recently, she had just been kicked off of The Bachelor. And they were like, oh, Adele's finally gone. And Beck Bennett, who was The Bachelor, was like, darn, I really kind of wanted to hear her finish Someone Like You and so lauren holt is like oh you don't need to worry about that adele's coming back and she came back and sang the rest of someone like you on a studio walk which is also kind of a cute thing studio walks are uh i don't know they're not common but they're memorable because they don't happen all that often so
1: all i remember is like just adele's performance at the end of that kind of got a shot out of literally everything that was said in that sketch unfortunately because it was just so good and she has such a beautiful dress on yeah. The next one was like it looked like an ad, and the ad was for Trump addicts of America. Just a bunch of people who are like, okay, well, not entirely sure what's going to happen if social fully win, Trump loses, and um, you know, my entire personality is basically based on hating knowledge Trump. Um, so what am I gonna do without that as an option for something for me to talk about, which was kind of A little bit relatable. I mean... It was very relatable. (laughs) Like, it is definitely something... Yeah, that I've been talking about a lot, but I'm sure, I'm absolutely positive I can talk about plenty of other things, and he will also, like they said, still be very much in the limelight anyway.
0: (laughs) Well, he will still be very much in the limelight, but also, politics before Trump, you didn't have to think about the president every day because you just kind of felt that the president was leading the nation, and you didn't have to worry about what was going on. And... He wasn't spouting off on Twitter and starting fights and, uh, yeah, trying not handling a pandemic. Uh, Yeah, no. It wasn't like this before. It was much more pleasant, where, yeah, there might be a big story once a week, but you didn't... You had time to do hobbies and think about other things and watch movies and not worry about the state of our democracy. Yeah, so... They pointed out that, yeah, Trump, what are they going to do? Like, oh my God. And then they realized uh, if he loses, he's just going to get crazier. And there's probably going to be a trial on some level. Like, it'll be okay. Even if Biden gets elected, it'll be fine. The crazy will still be happening, just not from the White House.
1: Yeah, yeah. They also um, had a line about how this whole thing kind of began with him mocking a disabled reporter, which I remember when that happened, vaguely, because that feels very long ago. Um, and there was just like, yeah, crazy thing that we started there and it just kept going.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't even count the number of times during that year and a half he ran that I had the thought, oh, this is it. This'll end. That's the final straw. So anyway, so yeah, we went. The next part of the show was hers first performance, and I loved it. She performed damage. I really have not much else to say other than it was a wonderful performance,
1: and I thought her outfit was on point. It was on point. I loved her glasses so much. Although I did feel a little bit weird about it being like placed after Adele had already sang a little bit. I don't know. I feel like maybe the placement of that sketch should have been a little. In regards to the musical performance,
0: that's true. Because yeah, I do feel that Adele kind of st- yeah, there were kind of three musical performances tonight, and that's a very good point.
1: Yeah, we went to um, we got it
0: was just fun this week. Yes, I don't think there was a part of it I hated. Mm-hmm. Chase giggle at the New York Giants quarterback falling just I I love it when he giggles and there is so much giggling in this
1: it was great it was great and you know I remember when they talked about like oh my god I remember when Tom Hanks got it like five six months ago um (laughs) I was like yeah I I unfortunately do remember (laughs)
0: Um, but Che, he kind of has a point about Corona. It's like still a thing and it's still something that needs to be worried about. It's not something just, cause. yeah, I'm fucking tired of this too. I really want this to be over. But just because I want it to be over doesn't mean I can just pretend it's not happening.
1: Yeah, um, I also loved Che, you know, sort of getting upset and being like, yeah, I really thought the president was gonna die last week. <laughs> Yeah, he said, I've had a really tough week.
0: (laughs) So in Weekend Update, uh, it then went to Melissa Villasenor, who I fucking love. She is so cute, and I love her brand of humor. I am never upset to see her in a
1: sketch. Yeah, she's so cute, but uh, I felt like the audience wasn't all over it.
0: Yeah, the audience did not like it. I, however, on the other hand, was, like, fully there for it. And she pretty much just talked about how she was Kind of alone during quarantine and it sucked but at first she was just watching the little rascals and it looked like so much fun to have been a little rascal then she looked up what it was like to have been a little rascal and it was not it was not fun there was a lot of racist bad shit on that set most of them grew up to be murdered have severe substance abuse issues or not good things happened to the little rascals And so, yeah, sneezing like as a Zelda fan on Switch, her I was doing wall sits and I did it for a full minute and then I sneezed. Yeah, and it sounded like this. And if you know what this is, it's Link doing a somersault from
1: Legend of Zelda. It was pretty great. Yeah, it was a really good impression. (laughs) It was. Her
0: impressions were amazing. She did a Stevie Nicks impression singing Fleetwood Mac to her cat. I loved it. She did a Sia impression. I I really hope she starts getting used more because she's just, she's a gem.
1: Yeah. She actually did um, talk about Little Rascals on Conan, like I'm pretty sure like last week. And she kind of did the same little bit, but the result was a little bit different because Conan sort of like responded with some more Little Rascals humor, um, whereas Joseph really didn't, which... I feel like he could have, like, I don't know what he could have done differently, but his responses were not helping the issue with the audience not reacting. I don't
0: know. It's just like, yeah, you're right. All right. So the next few jokes, I had tears in my eyes. Michael Che started talking about Jeffrey Toobin uh, masturbating on a work call and that, well, he works for the New Yorker. So, you know, that jerk was dry as hell and just <laughs> lost it. I'm kind of convinced that they're going to be done in a few weeks because it really feels like they're just going for jokes and they know there's really no repercussions. So it's like, what are they, what are they going to do? Get fired? Like, go for it. (laughs) Yeah, what happened to Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell says it's of no concern. Of no concern? I fell on ice while walking two years ago, and that's what my knee looked like for like six weeks. The doctor thought I had torn multiple things in my knee. I didn't. It was just a
1: really, really bad bruise. But like, how is that of no concern? Wait, I totally forgot what that happened. That was crazy. That was a big old bruise. And so, like, his hands only really looked like they were, like, dead man's hands. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I truly am just... And his face, too. I don't, I don't... I don't... Like, what the hell happened for you to look like that, sir? Yeah! They were
0: purple! I mean, he must have fallen. And I don't want to say that, like, I feel bad for Mitch McConnell because Mitch McConnell is a racist, old, sexist turtle fuck. And I don't... Like, I, I, he's hurt a lot of people, and he has blocked a lot of people from being helped over his career, and so if he fell, I don't, you know, people stumble, people fall, but at the same time, it's like, dude, what did you do? I mean, if he fell, own up to it. Like, everybody
1: fucking falls when you're old, unfortunately.
0: You know, you're young. Dude, right? It's more sketchy when you say, yeah. Yeah, it's more sketchy when you say, oh,
1: yeah, no, nothing happened. Clearly something happened, sir. Um, And then they um, played a clip of Trump dancing to the YMCA. Not doing the YMCA dance, but just dancing to the village people. Um, At which point we had the village people um, (laughs) come and do their little musical response.
0: Oh, no, yeah, no. The village people was great. I thought... um, Alex Moffat playing Alan Dershowitz just leaping across the screen and dancing. Uh, they were going to shave Ivanka's head. Each, each verse of that parody was perfection for a different reason. And it was all interrupted by Colin Joe saying, you can't say that. And I'm just continuing to say other stuff. Um, there were a few more things from Weekend Update that really made me laugh. I guess a boar and her six piglets were killed on a playground near the Vatican. And said, well, you know what the saying is, nothing good ever happens on a playground near the Vatican. And <laughs> And that was that was actually the joke that convinced me they were leaving in two weeks. That and Che saying I really, really thought the president was going to die. Um, the ecologist also had a joke about that. Uh, ecologist had a joke that I'm again sure that Michael Che knew nothing <laughs> about about how the shortest span of time was measured and it the event finished so quickly they named it che. Uh Yeah, so. That was, Weekend Update was just, it was a hit on all parts for me this week. Yeah, that was good.
1: It was, I loved it. Um, and the next sketch was, they were visiting grandma, and grandma was Maya Rudolph, so hell yeah, happy c- to see you, you know. Um, <laughs> and
0: That's it was- That's totally fine, no worries. Um, oh, so Maya Rudolph is a grandma explain of a I'm senior home two, I to explain and, <laughs> uh, A nursing home worker brings her out into the balcony to say hello to her grandchildren. They can't come in, but they can visit from the ground. And they're all waving up and saying, hi, grandma. And the grandmother's having a hard time hearing. And she asks about her granddaughter's job. And she says, oh yeah, no, I have a job. She goes, no, no, not you, the other one. And this is her boyfriend standing next to her. And well, he's currently unemployed, looking for new employment, helping a friend get his job, his startup off the ground. Yeah, all the excuses and grandma can't hear, grandma can't hear, so. He... and between oh, yeah, Pete Davidson, to Adele's girlfriend. And, um, it's Pete Davidson, by the way. Yeah, so she just, she just keeps asking. <laughs> She's like, huh, what? And she right. couldn't hear him until he just has to shout Crazy embarrassing doll. information, I'm unemployed. I had a job, I lost my job, I'm looking for a job. <laughs> ah, okay. And she turns to the next set of grandchildren, and she says, Oh, didn't you have a nice big husband? A nice husband. He was tall and had muscles. She's like, Oh, yeah, no, we, uh, yeah, we did. Well, we, we decided to, you know, kind of open things up and, and, you know, it becomes apparent that the granddaughter's husband uh, wanted to open up the relationship. They had a three way. And then, he left her for the three-way partner and she's still living in the house with them because that's just where she's at right now with COVID and like her life. And once she shouts that out, um, the grandmother's like, ah, okay. And has no interest in really anything else. And the nursing home worker shouts, did you catch that? Do you understand her situation? She used to have a man and now she doesn't. (laughs) It's just shouting more embarrassing information across the courtyard. And uh, the sketch ends with them saying, oh, grandma, you said you wanted to read us your will. And she reads her grandchildren the will, informing them that there's no inheritance because she spent it all at casinos and on vacations. And they all left. That was it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the They're next sketch like, or would you like oh, me we to do waste it? waste our time. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, the next sketch, I don't know. I found it a little bit, like, there's something icky about, like, white women sexualizing black yeah, men and so being just the, the whole joke, the sketch. I did, like, adult breaking. It was pretty cute white break. White <laughs> women in their
0: 40s and 50s going to Africa. Be, yeah. It was Kate McKinnon, Adele, and Heidi Gardner, and they were all I think also white women lusting after hot African men, which um they kept making jokes about how you're really gonna want the coconut water which is like a straight up cum joke in the fucking like 10 to 1 or something and last night i saw the face of god um and during each one of these lines adele was just absolutely giggling breaking making sure her wig wasn't falling off there was another line. The river, the drums, the pounding.
1: Yeah, that was really cute. I loved it.
0: <laughs> it was... The pounding! fanning yourself with <laughs> the palm between rounds. I felt I was a like, deep, yeah. deep connection. I felt it in my stomach. It was, yeah, basically big dick jokes for four minutes straight and Adele laughing at all of them. It was perfect, I, yeah. It was slightly icky, but once you got past the ick factor and you saw they were clearly making fun of this yeah. and like during the sketch, there were extras walking in the background, just like white women hanging all over black men. And I mean, to be fair, everyone in this sketch was really hot.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah, um, then the next thing was her second performance she saying "hold on," which is like the one song. Not the one song. I I just listened to her, but then like I kind of like stopped. And she had all the um like the background vocalists and musicians wearing, that said, N SARS. So that was kind of a nice little shout out that I didn't really expect to see, especially in the musical performance.
0: Yeah, I really like how provocative performances have been very they've all made st- or at least a lot of them have made statements this year
1: yeah yeah
0: and that was just really timely I think it's a it's a great platform to have and yeah, added some of her stuff to my iTunes because I can't say I was really familiar with her before this so she's great she is great
1: um, but yeah that was it I don't know if you noticed but in the end Adele was wearing a of the face shields i thought that was kind of funny just because like yeah like of course she would her makeup was so fucking uh, yeah <laughs> no
0: absolutely i don't you don't cover that with a mask so yeah <laughs> we had a weird final sketch of a pre-record of an 80s music video slash commercial about ass angel perfume jeans
1: it was great it was maya rudolph and a doll and just shots with their asses I guess. like
0: ass. <laughs> like Yeah, it's about how these jeans, uh, they're they look great and they're bedazzled and they're scented, so you can't smell farts, I guess, and other lady scents. And it was uh, I guess if you sat down, the it bleached the the pants bleached the seat or like burned through the seat. It was acidic or something, and it was like it tingles when I pee. Are those from the pants? Yeah. Or something like that. And it said to consult your doctor before purchasing. You shouldn't wear them if you have liver or kidney issues.
1: It was very weird. And his singing was so fucking funny. Like, I feel like he did a really good job with that whole, the 80s look and the weird lyrics. (laughs) He,
0: yeah, he played a music video star that was really into it. And he, yeah, it was definite. That was like I really feel that was a Maya Rudolph creation that Beck Bennett was like, yes, I am on board. And Adele was in it Um, because that just feels very Maya Rudolph. And there are some sketches from her tenure on the show that feel very similar. So, but yeah, all in all, I thought it was a really good show. Probably my favorite from this season.
1: Yeah, I would agree. It's probably one of my favorites so far.
0: Um, What was your, what was, what did you think the best
1: sketch was? That's tough. I think um, my favorite sketch might have been The Bachelor. I kind of just thought that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: Yeah. Nice. I thought the best sketch of the night was fortune telling. The late 2019 fortune telling session because it was so relatable. Like I remember, in December of last year, being like, "Man, this year was tough. Like next year, it's it's gonna it's gonna hit." It's I'm ready, and here we are. Um, but my favorite sketch was probably the African tourism one because Adele laughing at dick jokes for four minutes just made me laugh so hard.
1: Yeah, I did like that one, but I don't know. I feel like that was like, my favorite, favorite almost just because the whole time I just felt a little bit too iffy watching it, but that was just yeah. me. But I did also it's like It's like, her. right, it was so <laughs> conflicting because it's like, really, I feel like
0: this probably should have been off limits, but at the same time, it's really making me laugh. So, eh. yeah. Um, yeah, what was your least favorite or the worst for you? my least favorite uh i'm gonna go with the uh ass angel perfume pants i just didn't think it was funny i don't know like i thought as you said beck bennett did a really great job portraying like a stereotypical 80s pop star all in denim with the feathered bleached hair but other than that yeah i just i was like all right i can see why this was put towards the end Yeah, 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 and I then I think the <laughs> biggest surprise of the night, which I found out at 4.30 this morning when I got up to walk the puppy, um, was that next week, the host for Holla Weed is going to be John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. Two hosting gigs, one year, so two kind of notable. He hosted the Leap Day episode. Now he's hosting Halloween. It's his fourth time. The Strokes are the musical guest. Like... I, I had a hard time getting back to sleep once I read that. I was like, oh God. And honestly, oh. so here's, here's my thing here. They just announced last week that they're extending their five show run into six shows because they tried to figure out a time to take a break and take a week off, but they wanted to be able to get the debates and it just didn't work. And Lauren was like, it seems ridiculous to not have a show the week after election day like this has been such a year and this is such a moment like you have to have a show so they extended to six and I think picking John Mulaney as a host for week five is an excellent choice because everybody brings their a-game when John Mullaney or someone of that level is on and going into doing the fifth show in a row they're going to need a shot of adrenaline because my God, and I cannot imagine having to pull off six Saturday Night Lives in six weeks. That is mind-blowing. So, yeah, I think that's a very good choice in that they are probably all exhausted as fuck right now, and this is going to be a bit of a, all right, let's have Halloween on SNL. Let's do it. I, yeah, yeah I it's going to be really Brilliant. good, I think. <laughs> so you can... Find us on all podcast platforms. You can like us, rate,
1: review. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Facebook at Sat Night High Pod. Um, Twitter is Night spelled N I T E. Sat Night High Pod is our You can send in
0: your yes. answers <laughs> anonymously if you would like uh, to Sat Night at mm-hmm. Gmail. We would love to read your stuff. Yeah, that's it for me. I'm Gilda. I'm Steph. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.